0: Hello. We are back. Hello. We are back.
1: Oh,
0: oh my God. Oh my God, you guys. I've missed you so much.
1: If I wasn't, I would turn you off already. <laughs> already no. turned off. they
0: would appreciate my enthusiasm. Hey, y'all. I'm Muffy.
1: Hey, y'all. I'm B. What's
0: yes. Up? Long it's time no see. After. It's
1: been a long, long time.
0: But we are back. And for those of you who are new to the pod... My name is Muffy Bradshaw, relationship blogger, life coach, and emotional intelligence cultivator.
1: Ooh, speak on it. Speak, speak on, on it. it. Oh. Yes.
0: You turn. You know. Sorry. You would think after a year plus, Mr. <laughs> Cherry would learn to turn his phone on silent. And my that. awesome and amazing co-host counterpart. Thank
1: you. Thank you. My name is Brian. Brian Cherry. Um, man, just what's all up? Awesomeness. I don't have all the titles that she has. I'm not, yes, I'm not as do. cool as she is. Whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. What's happening? Mm. I'm sorry, I got a little comfortable. I was drinking, and I totally just blacked out for a second and forgot we were potting. Just that quick.
1: It's okay. That um, lets y'all know, we say we do this just naturally. Like This kind of how we kind of function and just go about it. I haven't do. seen you in, man, a yeah, long time. Yeah, I
0: definitely missed you.
1: I did miss you.
0: I mean, we, we definitely are, like, we would talk... And at least communicate. I would say at least like once every couple of weeks. But COVID has thrown everyone's schedules off, including mine. And I feel like a lot of us, including myself, we're just trying to maintain our mental health. And don't blame my heart. It's all my head. Oh, wait. No, no. What is it? Blame my heart, not my head. Or blame Blame my my head, head, not my heart. heart. So there you go. But it's been a minute. It has. It's been a minute.
1: Um, But I'm happy that we... So for a lot of you who don't know... Um, we do worship in the same place, but obviously since COVID has been here, we haven't been able to do so. So it's been a challenge to even just do that. That's a whole nother, we'll, we'll get into all of that. But, um, we got opportunity to do some marketing, advertising, I guess, not advertising, marketing, uh, mm-hmm. With, Digital church.
2: Stuff. Digital yeah. stuff with church mm-hmm. so it
1: was pretty good and that's what kind of brought us together so we were like look let's let's take this opportunity to get some pot going on mm-hmm.
0: because we missed you and we love you all we appreciate you the comments the subscribers yes. all like we we read every comment we take into consideration all of the things that you've said our sex series was a huge hit so please make sure you guys go ahead and check that out um, if you haven't already. But listen to this pod first. Um, so we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And let's get right into it. Yes. And you know what? Fun fact. We're winging it today, y'all.
1: Because I think that we, we're we justified in that we got a lot to cover. I mean. We have a lot
0: to cover. We have a lot to cover. We won't
1: keep y'all all day. But we just wanted to see how we wanted you guys to get a connection to us and how we have processed so much that's taken place over the last couple of months, I think. Um, I know the buzzwords we all hate, so I'm not gonna say them, you know, but I think to be more just impactful, Uh this has been a time like no other and affected us in ways like no other. So, um what I just wanted, I thought we would be. it would be a good idea just to process with you guys and kind of just talk some stuff out that we've mm-hmm. thought about and mm-hmm. answer some questions, some thoughts that you guys have had and let's mm-hmm. go from there, man.
0: No, I agree. It was so interesting because there have been, speaking of COVID, because we are in month eight of COVID, y'all, and you know what, I remember the last pod, I didn't even want to mention COVID. B will tell you because I'm thinking it's just a little hump. Like, we don't want to timestamp ourselves.
1: And you also didn't want to, you didn't want to, I think a lot of us didn't want to say okay wait this is a thing exactly this is really truly a thing
0: it's a thing Mm -hmm. and it's it's impactful and it's something that is going to be here uh, you know for a little while longer but you know what's interesting though COVID has really affected relationships good bad and indifferent
1: I agree and it's and it's happened and affected more than just the romantic relationships that we have it's affected a lot of our business relationships relationships with family relationships with friends because of one another's um, position on the matter in and of itself, and then just how it's been politicized, so I know that's been a big thing just in some of the connections that I have with people, and I imagine the same with you, right? Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> y'all, did funny. y'all watch 227? That was I, That reminded me of Sandra when she would be like...
1: You give me Sandra vibes.
0: Oh, whoa. Thank you. I respect See that because exactly. i love That's me some miss clark oh but you know what i want to talk about relationships in covid you okay. know me i'm a little biased Fair. you know this is you know y'all we talk about love and relationships but you know what there have been a lot of pregnancies mm-hmm. why do you think that is
1: well other than close <laughs> uh close proximity <laughs> i'm gonna say that. <laughs> I a lot to do with it um
0: there have been a lot of COVID babies. They said there there's going to be lot. a baby boom.
1: It, I'm, mm-hmm. I, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. This because has been crazy. I mean, like, when have when else have we? Not, I mean, obviously not in gen- a couple generations or so. I mean, but like where we've been specifically confined to certain areas with the people that we live with and or the people that we go going to see, or you know what have you? So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. So the baby boom. Um, there have been. What do you
1: think they'll call it? What will Co- the will it be COVID babies?
0: COVID babies, the COVID boom, COVID baby boom, this COVID surplus. I don't it. know.
1: That was bad, but COVID baby boom <laughs> probably would be
0: COVID bad. baby boom. Yeah. They're gonna abbreviate it CBB. The CBB. I don't know. Um, don't look at me like that.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> First, what else would they get?
0: <laughs> but you know what though, this COVID season for me has been very dry. I haven't really dated. Um there's someone that I'm like interested in right now.
1: Okay.
0: Um that I'm talking to that I really really like. Oh. And mhm. I feel like I say this all the time, yeah, but I'm for real this time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's 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 someone that I'm talking to that I that I do like and we met actually pretty unconventionally because mm-hmm. we met we met on social media but it was an unconventional social media app. Um and yeah so I feel like because of COVID we met like I would not be on this app if it weren't for COVID I would have never heard of it I wouldn't have spent the time so I say that to say I think a lot of people are giving new things to try I agree online dating for one Mm -hmm. I have been online dating y'all for six months straight well maybe with some small breaks in between yeah did I tell you about the guy from the summer we haven't talked in a while but there was someone I met from online
1: I think you told me a little bit about this fellow. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, so I guess my question is, do you do you think that you've been more intentional in this period or do you think that mm. you've just allowed yourself to. And when I say intentional, do you think you've been more intentional with trying to, like, seek out relationship due to our like un- our forced Period of confinement. Mm. So I think a lot of people have maybe done that. Not to say that mm-hmm. there's anything wrong with that, but mm-hmm. you know, um, some people have done that. Or do you think that it was more of just this was this period of time allowed you to or encouraged you to step out and see see things? I guess in a more optimistic light, and
0: mm-hmm. in,
1: in the mediums of how you buy, kind of look for a relationship.
0: Uh, no, I don't think that I've been intentional. I feel like I just did it by default because I was bored out of my mind. Okay. And that's just being real. That's fair. I have not been to a museum. Uh, a good happy hour. And this is, this is a small complaint. So let me make that clear. Like Mm -hmm. people are losing their lives. So this is, if that is the only complaint, I am blessed and I am not complaining, I guess. Well, I am technically, but I realize that is small potatoes. I'm just stating the truth. I was bored. I wasn't going out. And I'm like, you know what? I need some type of connection some type of interaction, like, on a dating scale or something. And that's why I did the online dating. Okay. Now, this person that I'm interested in right now, um, that was just, like, by chance.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, that was by chance. But when I did the online dating, I was bored. I'm going to be honest. And the guy that, I, that um, I ended up talking to, we talked for maybe, like, six weeks or so. And it obviously didn't work out because... There was, he just had a lot of mystery. Like, what do you guys think well, about what's this? What's wrong with
1: mystery? I think I, some people enjoy mystery. Myster- I enjoy a little mysterious. I don't want to. I don't want you predictable.
0: I do understand that, and I do understand that unpredictability is something that's intriguing. I do understand that, but when you say you have kids and not now one of your kids are ever in the background, oh, and you say you relocated to a certain city because of your kids, but I never hear you say I got to pick little Janie up from school, oh. That's mystery where I feel like you hide in something. Something's going on. I don't know. Like, what do you guys think? Wouldn't that be a red flag to y'all if you had a if you were dating a woman mm-hmm. and she's like my kids, my kids, my kids, but you and you're on Facetime with this woman, you are talking to this woman for hours at a time and you never hear anything about children.
1: I mean, hey, that would be a red, that would be a red flag. I think. The only the difference would be, of course, for women. Women typically are kind of like the primary care. This is true. You know, parents. So, in that in that regard, I would absolutely be a little more alarmed. But even <laughs> I guess putting the reverse and thinking thinking of it in the reverse for me, like mm-hmm. Khalil is in my life. Even if you don't hear him at that moment, you're going to hear about him. You're going to see him. Mm-hmm. So it just I don't know how people. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get it. I would I wouldn't make sense to me. I couldn't connect those dots.
0: Yeah, it didn't make sense to me, and it was becoming more and more of a red flag, and then he actually, because he was out of the state, he came to our city, Cleveland, to come visit me, and it happened to fall on Father's Day. What? <laughs> Don't judge me, y'all, please. Goodbye. It was COVID. Stop. Good no. <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. It was COVID, Okay. And I just don't judge me, but I could be real with you guys. And I know y'all would never judge me and you love our realness. Okay. But this is just the truth. And I'm like, wait a minute. And now I lost, I didn't lose track of father's day. I did not lose track of father's day. I just wasn't seeing my dad because of COVID. I don't play that. Y'all, anyone who knows me, I do not play when it comes to my parents and COVID. So I wasn't doing anything physically with them except dropping by, you know, his gift later or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, in the driveway. So I'm like, It was just too many, it was just really weird with the kids. And he had, okay, that's enough. I don't even want to go down that road. So, needless to say, um, that was someone that I met during COVID, and then this other person I'm interested in. Okay. But that's, I mean, that's really the only thing that's been going on.
1: Well, I have a separate question. How are your parents?
0: They're good. And I'm so grateful. And blessed. And I'm, I mean, that's why I really shouldn't complain about anything, because my loved ones are safe. Mm Mm-hmm. They're here, they're healthy, they're happy, and I'm so grateful.
1: I hear mm-hmm. that. Same, mm-hmm. I hear that. Yeah. Your dad so. is one of the coolest.
0: Thank you. I love, oh my gosh. Oh, my parents, I love them, I love them. So, let me ask you this, Mr. Cherry. So, do you have any friends that have been like going through it relationship-wise because of COVID? Maybe because they're in close proximity with their partners? Because people are either making it or breaking it.
1: That's a very making very, it or breaking it. That's actually a very good, very good question. Um, man. So,
0: all right. <laughs> Ooh, all right.
1: <laughs> no, that's a good question because I mean to ask like you asked that, and I've so personally speaking, I can't say that I know any, of... No, none of mine that have spoken to me about it. Um, but one of my friends is you know close, and she I think she's like a teacher, and she works with some people who have communicated some of their experiences. And what she mentioned makes sense, whereas a lot of um, husbands and wives who are getting the opportunity to spend some serious one-on-one time (laughs) with their significant other, they have come to revelation of, of, uh, you know, kind of maybe accepting, acknowledging, identifying, whatever, that their person is not— or. Being married is not where they want to be.
0: What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you're saying that because of COVID, there are married couples who are like, I don't want to be married or I don't want to be married to you.
1: Well, so I mean, I, I, the specificity, I don't know specifically as far as the outcome. But mm, okay, what they've communicated is that COVID has just really kind of been more of the conduit to their realization of this. Mm,
0: it was the catalyst. It
1: was, yeah, exactly. So it's like, if, if it's taking, maybe this has been something I've known for a while. Mm-hmm. But now that we're isolated and Mm. I'm getting, I can't look away from realizing that we don't really work well in these ways. And and some of the ways that we don't work well just aren't, there's like non-negotiable.
0: So what would that look like Mm. for someone who is married? Because I've never lived with anyone. Um, Especially under any circumstances that are high stress, high anxiety, like a national, a global, not national, a global pandemic, let alone. So you have all of these different elements of stress on top of your, you're living with someone and you just have stress, right? So what would it take? For a married couple or someone who's in a serious relationship to be like, yo, I'm out. You know, you may leave the toilet seat up. I'm not going to divorce you. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know what? You may have eaten like my leftovers from A, B, and C. I'm not going to leave you over that. What would it take, do you think, for someone to be like, I'm out? Mm -hmm. Like a divorce is a big deal.
1: Um, Divorce is a big deal. Um, So I guess there's levels and I've never been married, but um, I've lived with someone Um, I've lived with women that I've been, you know, in relationship with and what I do know, at least from that experience, from those experiences and just how I imagine it would be, I think the not, you're not taking the trash out. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. Those are more byproducts of a deeper issue. Mm
0: -hmm. I think so too. Because
1: that's a little different. I think, and I'm not to cut you off, but like, I think like if you're not taking the trash out or if you're do, if you're Neglecting to do some of the things that you know a a partner would do in a relationship that takes two people putting effort in, Mm -hmm. it's either a matter of intention or neglect for whatever reason, it Mm -hmm. slipped your mind. But Mm -hmm. is that then I think that just continues to route back to intention. Mm. If I meant if you miss here and we're till we talk about it, you say that you're going to change it, but you don't.
0: You know what, right. I mean, if you talk about changing and you don't, it all boils down to action. Like, it's the action behind it. So, if you were in a situation where, and that kind of, because I've never lived with anyone and I do think about this sometimes, what would be an absolute deal breaker for you when living with someone? Meaning, like, is there anything that someone can do who you're married to or in a very serious, committed relationship,
2: Mm.
0: is there anything that they could do specific to the living situation? That would be like, I'm out. Like, I can think of, like, surface things like the trash or the dishes or just little things like that. But is there anything that they could do within the household to be I, like, I'm out? I mean,
1: there's a, there's a number of things that they could do. I mean, but I guess, like, to outside, you know, because you think about this. Like, if you place me or my, my myself, my body at harm and risk, you know, to I, that's one thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And if, if you intentionally do it,
2: mm-hmm. if you
1: are, you know, if, if we lose focus of that, like, I can't trust you, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you threaten or pose harm to my child, I'm out. You know, what I mean? right? We have those kind of scenarios and situations, but I think for me, if it was something that I'm thinking of when I hear from these guys, when I hear from the stories of you know mm-hmm. from my friend,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I think they're maybe not able to get out what to, you mean? to physically.
0: Oh, <laughs> to have some peace.
1: To have some peace, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but maybe like sexually, there's not they're not satisfied at home
0: uh oh so when
1: you can go out oh. when you can go out whoa you can satisfy oh. yourself and come home and
0: whoa now this is taking a left turn and i love it i love when we take these left turns because i'm i need to pause you and i need to dissect and understand
1: not to say that i'm again i'm not saying that that's every obviously that's i know fine, you know but so if you were like, and that's just i guess again when i say uh in the space of we have a larger issue concern how should How should
0: Oh, man, that was hard to cycle, but I did it. I sneezed, but I I st- y'all time. didn't even hear it, did y'all? But go ahead, Sorry. I catch
1: people with that, like, I'll start doing that. <laughs> they'll, they'll stop, they sneeze, they can't help it. I'm speaking of, like, there's an issue.
0: Mm-hmm. We know
1: there's an issue that we're not, we're not placing attention to. Can
0: you get, we, we like specifics, we'll, a sexual I mean, issue. Let's just make it in, sex and just have sex. Intention
1: to maintain and keep and, and satisfy my partner. Intentionality within intimacy. I think women and men know that there are marriages or relationships where people aren't really putting effort into intimacy. What right?
0: does that look like?
1: <clears throat> For people. <laughs> which people? Which
0: intimacy. People? I mean, it could look a lot of different I mean, so, ways. I it mean, could.
1: If, if you're actively not trying to create, create some kind of like romance or in, like, um, interaction, you know, any kind of pregame. Any kind of pregame to the main, you know, the main course. Uh, If that's not happening, then some people are going to say, look, I'm I'm not being fulfilled here. I'm going to go get where I'm going to be fulfilled where I need to be fulfilled at. If you're if COVID's going on, I can't do that. Mm. I have no choice but to face that and talk to you about it or really and probably just face it with myself. And that can cause somebody to say, look, I can't do this no more.
0: Okay. Okay. I mean, you know but mean, there are a lot of people who are going sexually unsatisfied. But what, but where does the communication come in?
1: I'm sexually am like, sexually unsatisfied, partner.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. How can I? How can How can we find a happy medium and resolve to this? Mm. We find a happy quote unquote happy medium. I'm still unsatisfied. I'm going out to get it. Mm. We've addressed it. You can or won't change it. Mm. there's a point of impasse of do we continue to move forward or not?
0: Mm. Mm. You know, but I, you know, I wonder, because I feel like maybe I'm naive, not naive, maybe I'm a little too idealistic, but I feel like a lot of relationships could be salvageable with effective communication.
2: I agree.
0: Effective communication. Now, I do understand that there needs to be some type of um, like as far as like your sex life some commonality there just as like foundationally because I mean if someone is just, I mean it's hard to I don't want to say coerce but if someone you know is just, you guys are on two different love languages as far as like sexually that is kind of hard to.
1: I think there are a lot of women who initially and throughout throughout the beginning of their marriage to the current present day probably identified and knew that they weren't sexually satisfied.
0: Oh, that's a big statement.
1: Is am I, so I've heard that from women, I guess. I don't try to make that as a blanket statement it's like I'm speaking just
0: Oh, I know. I'm just like you you know. that's a that's a that's a big statement because I feel like there women go I feel and we've had this debate before, y'all, but I feel like women go far more times than men more sexually unsatisfied. Right. I mean I, I I mean I feel like that is the truth.
1: And so the reason why I can understand like how that's more of a problem during the COVID season is you can't go nowhere else. You're forced to face that ugly truth and reality. And if I'm not willing to either internally deal with that or we talk that out to resolve it, it's just going to cause issues and create and we'll see that as as the byproducts of your. I feel like you intentionally not taking the trash out. I feel like you're being petty.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like you slamming doors, and you. you, resent ex- you re- I resent you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm angry. I'm I'm sexually frustrated, and we're using sex as just. I'm just using it as an example. Mm-hmm. Flip it to anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, you're inconsiderate.
2: Mm-hmm. I've
1: been I've been wrestling with the fact that you're inconsiderate, and I've known it from the beginning. you don't prioritize. You don't prioritize me. I've known you you not to prioritize me from the beginning, and I'm forced to deal with it. But I, where. COVID, I'm just, I guess COVID is making, the COVID space has mm-hmm. is, has provided and put people into a place where they can't, they can't find a back door to, to skate out of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You have, you've got to deal with it in that moment.
0: Right. So that tells me if, so that tells me that you were dealing with issues ineffectively prior to COVID. Correct. Because if you're, if you're unable, if your only method of dealing with an issue is to escape and avoid and disassociate. Then that lets me know that you're not willing to communicate effectively and really tackle the problem because that's the difficult part in it because you have to be accountable. You have to say things that you may not want to say and you have to be willing to somewhat negotiate or budge or be willing to listen. So if that is your go to to run away from the situation, then you are already in hot water. You know, it's just yeah. exacerbated the problem. So I, that brings me to my question: like, it's really not. I mean, well, not question. My thought: like, maybe it's really not COVID related. It's just more so, like, hey, it's bringing all of your problems to a head. I agree. Where and,
1: it's, and I guess that's why I was. That's why I mm. used ever. I believe. I, I believe that COVID was more of a conduit to.
0: Yo, you did say that. Yes. Bringing
1: bringing mm-hmm. the ultimate results of what we're hearing, i.e., this, where so and so broke up. Damn, really?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and
1: so's divorcing. Really? Mm. You know, like. It's it's done nothing but but carry them into the next phase of having no choice but to sit and wrestle with it mm. as it was a problem prior to
0: right so right so
1: that's I mean that's tough I, I think that there's it's a blessing in it in a certain way um, but you know you never know
0: yeah you never know and you know it's so interesting because I feel like we all belong in a certain category can I use your internet really quick I just want to see something. oh sure. <laughs> y'all know not it's whatever um because i feel like every one of us falls into a certain category like you have your you know the people the couples of covid like you have categories there, your subcategories the couples who are just really discovering new purpose you know as a yes, couple
1: that's very true
0: and they're like wow we've never spent this much time together this is amazing we're communicating we're spending quality time you know we're not just going through the motion of a relationship we're talking we're 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 having that intimacy, physical, emotionally, spiritual intimacy. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's one. you have your couples who are like, "Oh uh-uh, no, this I'm out, this is ridiculous, yeah. you know, and then you have your couples who may still be trying to find their footing, you know, yeah, um, but also, I feel like you have um your couples who are learning how to manage through crisis, yes. you know, which is another level of intimacy, yes,
1: it, you know it, what i, I mean agree. I, I you make two really good points, and I think one being um. I, I'm I'm happy to hear and see because equally, how we just said like you know, COVID has had some effect negative negative effects on relationships. <laughs>
0: yeah, we've,
1: and we've seen and so the you know the the birth of COVID babies. I've seen a lot of engagements. I have too. A lot of people are getting engaged. I think that's dope. Be, and to the same degree. <laughs>
0: just kidding. Okay.
1: I was. <laughs> I say what?
0: I held my finger up to the camera. I'm, I'm single. I'm not engaged. I was just kidding.
1: Dude, don't do that. I'm like, wait, what? Anyways, um, I'm <laughs> on the market. I, of course, you y'all. If what oh, you
2: mean, of course. If, if
1: y'all know the show, y'all know that that that, that this one right <laughs> here is gonna let you know updated facts. Just the Carfax currently. Um, But no, I've seen a lot of people get engaged. And I think that that's beautiful because in the same way the space mm-hmm. is giving them. The chance to say, you know, look, we really work well together. Mm-hmm. We really do these things well, successfully. You hear me? Like, wow, you're really um, perceptive. Wow, mm-hmm. you're really and you're you're really intellectual. You're really. Mm-hmm. I'm learning mm-hmm. these things, and relationships have come from it.
0: A but. new level of intimacy. No, so I have a sur- not a surprise, but I have a surprise topic for Mr. Chair that I do want us to talk about. Oh, sh- Unless there's anything else that you wanted to mention on COVID. No, because he's taking a sip. It's not going to be bad. Cheers. You cheers hold on cheers let's clank let's ch- oh no we shouldn't clank that's not socially safe no
1: it's not socially safe.
0: but air cheers bam there we go okay so anyway so mr cherry and i were briefly discussing just for a brief second before the pod attachment styles Yeah. so i had to look them up because i forgot a few but listen guys turn us up because i think this will be valuable information and we're kind of learning and discussing it with you guys so are y'all ready Y'all ready? Okay, here we go. So attachment styles are pretty self-explanatory. They outline how you associate yourself and the other person in a romantic relationship. Well, we're specifically romantic relationships today. Okay. Okay, so that's the general idea of an attachment style. There are four. There are four. So this is all like a learning lesson for all of us. The first one is secure attachment style. And it's pretty self-explanatory. A person who has a secure attachment style, they are confident, they're reciprocal, they're non-reactive, and they're resilient. Okay. So, to me, that's just someone who is very emotionally intelligent. If there's conflict in a relationship... They'll communicate it if there's adversity they'll you know bounce back from it and not hold grudges and they're secure within themselves as a result, they are able to have an effective, healthy relationship
1: okay, and just to make sure I'm hearing the premise correctly these the these different these four different styles are describing how I could be attached to someone like what I, what attaches me or, you know, what type of attachment style I would have to them because of these four designations.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. So, I mean, in any relationship, you're attached to that person, you know, and it could be an unhealthy attachment. It could be a mixture of healthy and unhealthy, but it is a bond. It's an attachment when you're in relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, we're talking specifically about romantic relationships, but they could apply to any relationship. Okay. Any relationship. So um, it goes on to say that people with this secure attachment style, and that's the ideal. You want to have a secure attachment style. If you're like emotionally intelligent, you know, and just really, you know, in, um, in um, what's the word? Um, you, you know your emotions and you know yourself well. So the idea is that adults with a secure attachment style feel very comfortable with their emotions, and very comfortable in their relationships, and they know how to draw their boundaries. Mm. You know that's a buzzword, y'all, boundaries. and it's a good buzzword, and it, it should be. Amen. <laughs> amen. It should be. So these these are the people that, and y'all listen. We and I, I mean, I we I we not y'all we we can make our boundaries all day, but sticking to them is another ball
1: game. That's a whole other. That's a whole other chapter.
0: That's a whole other chapter because we can make boundaries all day, but sticking to them and adhering to them and following through, that's a whole different story because circumstances may change.
1: The influence enough. Influence. The influence Perfect. to change my bound, change, to move my goalposts,
0: mm. the influence mm.
1: to move my goalposts can be, that can be a damage, that can be a dangerous space if you are not If you're not seized, if you're not like just...
0: Come on with it.
1: Go uh, go ahead, continue. Come on with it. That'll be the whole podcast.
0: Right, that'll be the whole podcast. And people with a secure attachment style, remember y'all, this is is the prototype here. They are also not afraid to leave an unhealthy relationship because they recognize and understand that it is harmful to them. Mm. What's the key word? To leave. Mm. You could know a relationship is unhealthy and still stay. Mm -hmm. But to leave it... That is, that, is that is the secure. key word. That's secure. Mm-hmm. That's a secure attachment style.
1: What's the second one?
0: Okay. So, the second one is anxious attachment style.
2: hmm hmm Uh-huh.
0: So, <laughs> so, that is... So, this... So, I'll say it again. Anxious attachment style... And I want you to chime in on your thoughts because I know this, I'm springing this on you. Um, So an anxious attachment is developed in childhood when the child receives an inconsistent Mm. amount of love and care. Okay. Now this is not saying that every child who's who received that inconsistency will have this, Mm -hmm. but people who have this type of style have received that in childhood. Mm -hmm. Adults with this style, they feel nervous and insecure about their relationships. They need constant reassurance and communication to feel peace within themselves. There is also a lack of trust from these people because they have a difficult time believing their partners actually love them. Hmm. They want to feel secure, safe, and loving with their partners, but they become clingy and possessive. Overall, individuals with an anxious attachment style tend to idealize idealize their relationships, but live in constant fear of abandonment and rejection. That's real. And I That's feel like real. a lot of us struggle with that, That's right? Real. Anxious attachment style, anxious, And, you know, I mean, do you want to speak on that?
1: Um, it's uh, anxious
0: attachment style.
1: Because I mean, that really, my heart goes out to just anyone who finds himself connecting to any of that. Mm hmm. You know, I mean, from the point of your childhood to present day, I mean, we've all seen the cliche like posts and stuff like, you know, if you if you if you see certain problems in your relationship then it's because you have an inner child that's not you haven't resolved certain issues with, you know, and there's just a there's just a lot to be said about that. And it's very presumptive that, you know, everyone has had the same type of experiences in in childhood.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Some people may not have have come to, you know. Rips or 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 resolve quote unquote by you know society standard what they didn't have or have in their uh, relationship with mom or dad
0: mhm
1: you know like that's just it's very presumptive and and presumptuous, and I just um that my heart will go out to somebody who connects with that
0: mhm well that's real i mean I mean insecurity in relationships is a real thing needing that constant reassurance is a real thing and i think a big mistake that a lot of us make is seeking that from someone else that's mm-hmm. not someone else's job you know i
1: agree and i mean and me and you me and you've had conversations about this before i think mm-hmm. just a an analogy that can, that i've tried to use a lot more is you know i don't something grows something strong grows from soil because you nurture and treat it mm. but within the soil there are, are there are nutrients that are present there I can't be the so I can't be your soil and your nutrients.
0: <laughs>
1: like I can't do that. Say like, it again. I, I, come on, if you don't do that. Come
0: on, know. say it again for I'm the just people saying, in the back. Like, so you cannot be so. I can't be
1: I can't be the soil and the nutrients. I, I my idea is to plant and grow something in something you've already been tilling that's already have that already has nutrients necessary to support a healthy growth. I'll I'll work with you. I can't be a source and that's a that's a problem for the person the receiving in. so again, if I, if I'm if I feel like I have to be the source, that's a problem. But equally, like I pain and hurt for someone who needs me to be that.
0: Yes, and then on their end, it manifests as you're not caring, you're exactly. not loving them, you're not being there for them. When in all actuality, it's the opposite. It's the opposite because they're relying on an outside entity to fill them.
1: And what and and what that looks like is someone being in a relationship for ten five ten years. Because you feel like you have to save them. A woman feeling like Mm. I have to save this man because he didn't have a mother who really heard him or supported him, or I feel like I gotta save this man because his ex wife didn't fulfill him or satisfy him. That's
0: a done deal. You
1: you can't, it has to, it's a a very sad experience, I would imagine, Mm -hmm. for someone. In that in that place, being on the receiving end or having to be the "quote unquote" savior, but I equally I, I it's sad to be the person needing
0: that. Of course, it is.
1: Because what else? Do, what else do you have to turn to? New, m- multiple people in relationships who are who you're looking for to be the source. mm
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what's interesting? I wonder if they realize it. You know that it is it is something that, and I feel like people do come to realizations, maybe whether even if it's through therapy mm-hmm. or just soul searching prayer, whatever your method is a combo- a combination of both, but it's very hard to step outside of yourself and really see mm-hmm. you know, especially if you're just so used to going through your patterns and you don't know their patterns, you know, so I agree. What's
1: the next one? So the next one and this is interesting and uh, you got we're I'm looking at this and this is a good yeah, article. Yeah,
0: I, I sprung this on B's. So. This is a
1: good article. So yeah, I like, you it. That. Um, so the next one is avoidant attachment style.
0: Mm, and avoidant, avoidant attachment. Avoidant, okay. which
1: is interest well, which is interesting. Um, mm-hmm. an avoidant attachment style is developed in a childhood when only mm-hmm. a portion of the childhood's needs are met. Hmm. For instance, they may be fed but left emotionally neglected. Mm. The parent may discourage the child from crying or having little to no response Mm. to when the child is hurting. Adults with an avoidant attachment style tend to distance themselves from emotional intimacy and may feel uncomfortable with affection and love.
0: Mm. I dated one of those. Go ahead.
1: These individuals tend to isolate themselves or prefer to live a rather independent lifestyle. They tend to rationalize their emotions and deny their own feelings to avoid confrontation.
0: Jesus. What? Jesus.
1: Overall, individuals with an avoidant attachment style may constantly keep their partners at arm's length due to their fear of feeling vulnerable with another person.
0: My goodness. I'm sorry. You go. You go first. I don't know. You go first on that. You want? To, is that it? I want to hear that verbatim because this is hitting a chord so, with me.
1: So what I hear from this is because I'm, cause I'm hearing it, and then I'm thinking like, what would it take for someone to, I don't want to say resolve, fix, or like to to come out of that. Mm-hmm. But think about the process, the thought process it takes to transform out of this. If, yes. if I have this avoiding this avoidant attachment style. Mm -hmm. What level of, what level of emotional maturity do I have to have to rise out of that?
0: It's, um, it's, I, I, and I'm not being facetious here. I think it, it would probably require some type of therapy. Yeah, really. Um, I have actually dated two avoidant attachments Um, and they manifested differently. Mm. So maybe, maybe the other one wasn't avoiding an attachment real quick. Y'all heard enough about fake X, but that was one, um, didn't receive a lot of affirmation as a kid, kept me at arm's length, even though it didn't feel like arm's length at first. But then when it got more serious, he was like, Oh, whoa, 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 out. Peaced out. Okay, Mm -hmm. y'all know the story well by now. The other avoidant attachment I think that I had personal experience with um, was with an ex, but his manifested more so in... him. He kept me at an arm's length, but only in certain situations. Mm -hmm. Like, he was able to tell me he loved me, and he was able... He was not afraid of commitment, Mm -hmm. but I feel like with him, he was keeping me at a distance because... um, he just, I feel like he was just generally, like, distrusting of women because of, you know, maybe his family situation and maybe some exes. And so, I don't feel like he fully felt.
1: And like, fully invested?
0: It's hard to explain. I feel like he, see, it seems like an oxymoron. I feel like he did feel like he was fully invested and he tried his best, but it still wasn't enough. He capped out. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? He
1: placed his own ceiling to where this could grow. And that, that manifest showed itself with his with how much effort he could give or how mm. far he was willing to give that effort
0: effect. he could give, right. Because I feel like his manifested in like women are only here to like use me. Yeah. And the, I need to self-speak. feel mm-hmm. that's that self speak that mm-hmm. just you
1: talk yourself out of yeah. thinking that someone would be interested enough in you. To really build and grow something serious, because of all of the reasons and you know things behind you, what your experiences were in previous relationships, who who didn't show up when you needed them mm-hmm. to, mom, you know may have dropped, mm-hmm. may have dropped the ball some places. Mm-hmm. Um, yes,
0: yes, absolutely. It, I think
1: a lot of it also happens when you have a strong, and I guess speaking from a male's perspective, when you have a strong man coming. From, just think of any a strong man coming from a strong home, and then you find yourself into these relationships with people where. You may not, you feel strong and, and some women may feel that you're too strong to really function for them. They need you to be a little lesser than what you're giving. Mm. I want, I, they need you to water down.
0: The the woman needs the man to, the water, down. Man to Ooh, water down. Ooh, that's actually interesting because usually I hear it the opposite way. So, like if a woman is too strong, a man is like, yo, like, oh, it's intimidating and they back up. That's very interesting. Because
1: I think it doesn't get spoken about a lot. Mm, it you have doesn't. a lot of strong men. I mean, and we. I, Speak on it. Speak on it. I'm going to talk about strong black men. You have, a, long, you have a, long, a lot of strong men, but in, in general, equally a lot of strong black men. If you come out too strong, you may attract too much attention.
0: In a good way or a bad in, way? In way. different way.
1: In any way that may not be, that, that woman may not be ready to process on how she can interrelate with that. Mm-hmm. so if i'm meeting you and you're a strong man what do you do i own my own business mm-hmm. um i do this i'm, I'm involved in this mm-hmm. and I x y and z mm-hmm. you may you may present a package that's very attractive that she wants to take part in but it may be it may require her to tap into the work that needs to that continue needs to be working on mm-hmm. and what you see is the as the output of that is the sometimes the insecurity or some of the things that men are speaking about, you know, I, we went here. She was a little jealous or this, you know, sometimes oh. that, that happens because someone may feel that he's attracting too much attention for their comfortability. And again, that could go to where. She had a father or a mother who didn't show up. Mm-hmm. She had a husband who did this and stepped mm-hmm. out. She had boyfriends who did this way. Mm-hmm. So because you you too hot right now, you too lit, you you know you you, you too loud, and and it may, it may not even be what how boisterous you are, but it may just be who your what your appearance maybe means or the type of attraction or attention it it, it grabs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She may not be ready for that, and I know some men who've spoken about that.
0: No, that's good. That's good. So I wonder if it's. If it's a strong man or a man who attracts a lot of attention because of his status.
1: It could I mean you we could you could run all of those play you know, all of those. Mm-hmm.
0: But at the end of the day, it's is if is a woman able to handle the status.
1: It it I mean in, in that in that example in particular,
0: mm-hmm.
1: are are both people mature enough mm-hmm. to to have that you know, to have that relationship function in a way where it doesn't matter his status, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter who he is she doesn't feel that she needs to be anything different than who she is to keep, to maintain and keep his attention and his interest. In
0: right, his priority right, right, and
1: right. her, And vice say. versa. He doesn't need to be any lesser than who he is. Right. To maintain and keep that relationship and attention with her. Mm-hmm. That's so That's interesting. It. So I guess really quick, because that avoidance style brought the thought to mind separate um, story that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is with an older couple. So, mm-hmm. we're talking like 50s plus, mm-hmm. right? Um, she is, she's, very, you know, has done very well for herself and um, very strong woman and what have you, and is dating a guy who mm-hmm. is very mysterious. <laughs> mysterious in a way that, you know, some of the dots don't necessarily connect all the way to like his complete upbringing, the full story and the spectrum and mm. what have you. Not in a, in a way that's dangerous, mm-hmm. but a way to, in a way that it's enough to raise an eyebrow you know, you, you live this lifestyle. This is your work. This Mm -hmm. is what you do. I know that to be true. That can, you know, I can find all of that out. Um, But some of the, you know, things that I ask about your past or, you know, where did you grow up or where are you actually from or, Mm -hmm. Oh, this is your religion. And, you know, but some of the dots don't connect this avoidant lifestyle, you know, attachment style in a way kind of speaks to that. If, if, if I'm understanding correctly where, <clears throat> Excuse me. This person has has not found comfort with allowing someone to get completely in. Mm-hmm. So they can they feel like they have to keep you at an arm's length and and not allow you totally to learn to learn them in, in the fullness of who they are. And I can see how someone feeling like you're accepting you're you're I feel like you would only accept me where I'm letting you where I'm letting you in. Mm-hmm. And that's comfortable for me, so I can I can attach to you if you will have me there.
0: Right, right, right. That arm's length thing. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. I get that. And I feel like, um, like I said, I feel like a lot um, or two people that I that I've dated in the past definitely have avoided mm-hmm. for sure. What's the next one?
1: So the next one is fearful. Fearful avoidant, which...
0: Fearful avoidant attachment style. So
1: again, the third one, and I'm running back for y'all because some of y'all quick, probably just, quick, y'all just turned on. Your baby's crying.
0: You <laughs> real just... quick, B. Come on. let's.
1: So four <laughs> attachment styles that Muffy found. This article is pretty sweet. Um, secure attachment style is one. Anxious attachment style is two. Avoidant attachment style is one we just finished up. And the fourth one is fearful avoidant attachment
0: mm, style. missed that one. Let's hear that one.
1: Fearful avoidant attachment is developed in childhood when the child is neglected or abused mm. in their household. They have a difficult time connecting with others and simultaneously crave intimacy mm. while wanting to remain independent and distant. Mm. These individuals usually get into very dysfunctional and unstable relationships. Mm. Adults with a fearful avoidant attachment style live live in two conflicting worlds. Mm. They share both the characteristics of anxious and avoidant attachment styles Mm. and inevitably end up feeling a negative storm of emotions. Overall, individuals with a fearful avoidant attachment style have a push-pull dynamic where they want to feel close and loved, but they also want to avoid any feelings of intimacy at the same time.
0: Mm, That's a tough one right there.
1: I don't even really know how to.
0: Process that's a that one. that's a tough one. I mean, so it's literally just like a paradox slash oxymoron. You want love, but you avoid love. You crave intimacy, but when you get it, you don't want intimacy mm-hmm. because it's like, hey, I want it, but I don't like how it feels. But I want it, but I like how it feels. It's just the comp. Well, they said it's the compilation of the avoiding attachment. And then the anxious attachment and and it says in the thing in the article that it manifests as just a very unsta- unstable relationships, dysfunctional relationships. But that makes sense because it's just like you don't know how to process. You right. don't know how you don't know how to to coexist in a healthy relationship, you and, know.
1: And I mean, yeah, I mean, I can excuse me, I can.
0: So understand
1: sorry. i can understand all of this um while i think that i guess saying that to say i i can connect with a with a part of this not necessarily the childhood part because mm-hmm. i mean i wasn't abusing my household
0: right 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 um, right
1: i got my ass whooped but it wasn't abuse right I, right letty lane say i need it wait ah,
0: quick, hey mama Cherry.
1: quick pause let me tell you a story
0: oh yeah let's hear speak up so they can hear you
1: i was in the second grade my, oh. aunt, my aunt called me about this. Shout out to Auntie Stacey. My aunt hey, called Auntie me about Stacey. this. And she was like, do you remember when you was in the second grade <laughs> and you were in private school at... You went to private school? Yeah.
0: I yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Not long. Hear the story. <laughs> um, second grade, I was in private school. And we were outside for recess. Oh, my gosh. And for, somehow I got chalked. And on the side of the building, I proceeded to write a curse, a curse word.
0: Mr. Cherry in the
1: second grade and I, again, any well anybody who knows me I don't my mom probably just started cursing in public not in public, <laughs> but in, in front of me as an adult like mm-hmm. I really didn't get cursed at like it wasn't really none of that mm-hmm. um, but you know as kids I don't even know where I got it you, from we're,
0: so, we're sponges so Where'd we could have you- heard it one time on TV
1: but it was like, so funny because even the word that was used, we give never us the
0: letter. Well, you don't have to share. Okay, B.
1: We okay. Ne- I never heard that word in my <laughs> Never heard that word in my life. Oh no, after I left, my mom, and my sister, I don't know. But <laughs>
2: well, it no. was
1: crazy because she was like, "You wrote that on the wall, and you wrote it, you spelled it wrong." <laughs> so the ner- the nuns took me in. The and- nuns- Right, right. Oh my the nuns God. Nuns took me in and they was like, you know, wait, we're calling your mom. We tell her what's going on. So they call my mom. They tell her, she takes me home and she actually kind of laughed about it. She thought it was it's funny. funny. It is it's funny. And my mom is definitely like that if you know her. So that's oh why this God. is hilarious. She takes me home and she was like, the fact that you spelled it wrong is what really made it funny. I didn't whoop you because it wasn't a real purpose for that. But right. we talked it out. We was good. Next right, day, right, right. next day we go back. The nuns ask, what does your mom say? And I was like, well, she talked to me about it, and I was that. It was like, is that all that happened? And we were like, yeah. They proceeded to call my mom to tell her Mm -mm. that she needed to discipline me differently.
0: Are you kidding me? Talk about an overstep boundary.
1: She said, I got you one better. I'm pulling them out.
0: Are you kidding me? That
1: was the last day. Essentially, I got kicked out, but she pulled.
0: No, me out. she pulled you out first, so y'all win. That was ridiculous. Don't call crazy? me. That's absolutely like unfathomable. Yeah. Like you're, a, you're gonna call me and tell me that I did not discipline my child correctly. Mm-hmm. Please, and
1: that's the PG version because um, my mother doesn't curse, so she mm. don't curse. She cursed. But, yeah, so.
0: That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, that was crazy.
0: That was a good story. Thank you. Yeah. For the story time.
1: It just, I don't know why that. Changed.
0: No, we love your stories, Mr. Cherry, so we like them when you share. Um. So.
1: But, yeah. Fearful,
0: avoidant, attachment. So, can I just see this really quick? Let's yeah. see. So, very dysfunctional and unstable. Live in two conflicting worlds, yes. Uh, Fearful, avoidant push pull that's what i was saying um, so the
1: the fearful avoidant piece i can connect with that outside of the childhood abuse because i have been in a place where you know i've i've had a love for someone and 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 emotionally connected there mm-hmm. but kept at a distance because i knew that it what 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 they wanted or what i wanted necessarily couldn't be
0: you know what's interesting, B? I'm looking at the chart here, and for those who are wondering, <clears throat> excuse me, this article is by Karen Cho, and it is... Shout uh, out. Yeah. Shout out, Karen. Yes. You better ex- uh,
1: retweet us. You better add us.
0: Yes, and it's on medium.com. We'll link it. But, you know, here on the chart, and you guys can reference it on medium.com, it says that these are, like, so the big things with fearful avoidant, we'll just go through them real quick. Internal conflict, dramatic unpredictable, ambivalence, Mm. okay? Mm. Anxious,
2: preoccupied...
0: Do we do anxious, preoccupied? Oh, well, anxious Mm slash preoccupied attachment style. Emotional hunger, fantasy bond. We have not talked... We've talked about trauma bonding, but fantasy bond. bond is, like, popping out at me. Fantasy bombing, or... Fantasy bonding is when you just have this ideal in your head about someone, and no matter what, you are going to believe that fantasy. You have concocted this, you know, white picket fence or whatever that fantasy is for you, and no matter what, you are not deviating that. This person can tell you until he or she or they or however they identify are blue in the face, but you are holding on to that fantasy because you know it's going to turn out how you thought it was going to turn out. Uh Uh-huh. Okay.
1: So I thought that was good. I, I see. Uh, yes. So. Anxious so wait, let's talk. Let's, that's a good one. Fantasy
0: Vile? That's vibe. a good one
1: because. Should we Google some more on that? I mean, I'm just, I'm thinking of how many people do we know? How many how many people do we know? I, I hear it more from sisters than I do from brothers, but. Where it's like, I knew, he, I just knew he could be this. and He was going to turn into this kind of man. And I just, I put this time out of time and work in. And mm. I'm not going to let some other woman. Reap the
0: benefits. Oh, I heard that.
1: Who you fantasized him to be?
0: And right, and who you and what you have invested in this empty fantasy. Now, like, come on, that's now. Not. Let's,
1: not... let's talk about that.
0: Okay, I'll put the phone down. I... So, but but right, but that's what I'm saying. Like you are you are fully invested in this in this fantasy that you have concocted in your head, and I've been guilty of this too. And you are doing anything to make it malleable to make it fit to make it what you thought it would be, but everything that you're fantasizing or thinking of this person is a contradiction mm-hmm. like and that and that is what is bonding you to this person. It's not the person, it's the fantasy so
1: is it just a matter of time? because I feel like some I feel like I hear this story from some women, and it's like, sis, it you've been married twenty years. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh!
1: You but, you've been you've been with this you've been in a this been your boyfriend for eight years.
0: But you know what? People, it, listen. So like some of us who are in the headspace, the headspace of fantasy is more comfortable than the headspace of reality, and mm. that is a hard pill to swallow because when you face reality, that is not pretty sometimes. And it's just a, it's a more comfortable, ironically safer because it's not safe, but it's a safer place in your head that you can just go to. Because it feels better. Than but it's not better. The
1: reality of what this is yes. actually. So
0: that's how a month turns into five years. Mm. That's how five years turn into ten. Because it is a fantasy bond. And I had personal experience with that. With fake X Because my fantasy was that. Hey if I did A, B, and C. He would feel comfortable. Being emotionally vulnerable with me. No. That was a fantasy. There was nothing of the sort. And I. Fun fact, no fun fact, I'm done, <laughs> Ooh, I'm not, fake not gonna go in, go to the other pods, Yeah, I've talked about him enough, it's done, it's over, but that was my fantasy, because I'm like, hey, if I could be patient enough, if I could love him enough, he will feel safe enough mm-hmm. to, nah, it's not my job, that's
1: true,
0: it's not my job, and I'm done, like, it's just something that I'm not willing to do, yeah,
1: that's that's good.
0: Should we end on that?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's good. Karen Cho. Oh
0: yes, yes, yes. Karen Cho. Mm-hmm. Karen Cho,
1: that's a good piece, man. I, yes. Um, well, well framed. Mm-hmm. I like
0: that. Yes. Okay. So real quick, I didn't finish the other two. So we stopped at fearful avoidance. So secure attachment style. That's the that is the prototype. That's what we all want to strive for. Confident, reciprocal, non-reactive, resilient. And then dismissive, avoidant attachment style, isolation, ambiguity, mm. ambivalence, emotionally distant. So those are the four. And please research on it. There are tons of articles, but I really would encourage all of us to read on it and fix what we can professionally, spiritually, whatever we need to do so we can all get to that secure attachment style.
1: I agree. I mean, I think in liking with this and a number of different things, um, um what I what I have particularly tried to do with COVID season is um, to be a little more introspective so that I'm understanding and identifying some of these things within myself. You yes, know? Because I think that's, that it. that's what's most helpful and fruitful for anybody that we're connected with in any mm. capacity. Yeah. B. Just taking that time. And I'm, I'm happy that at least, you know, the people that I know that I'm close to, like those who are uh, even my friends and so on, so on, on social media, I feel like I'm feeling more of that. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling more of people taking advantage of this season. I think the gravity of it has really kind of made people see how short life is.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: And they've taken they've taken a hold of the reins and have said, look, if I got a year, if I got tw- 10, if I got 20, I'm about to ride it. Yeah, that's it. And I think, I think that's beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, you know, brothers and sisters, I mean, we are trying to use this to grow, not just professionally, because get that back. But we're also trying to grow personally and Mm -hmm. um, and just spiritually, you know, in in any way that we can. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes. Amen to that. And on that note... We are done. We are over and out. We yeah. missed y'all. Went fast, didn't it? It did. I hope it went fast for y'all. And I hope you guys found some valuable information in this pod. We love you. Follow us on IG. And we will see you very soon. And we have a big clubhouse announcement for our next mm, pod. So that's right. We are excited. We love y'all. Until next time. Bye. Uh, Bye, YouTube. That
1: was not planned. We didn't practice that. <laughs> Say
0: bye so I can cut the recording.